Welcome back to another episode of Original Understudies, where I've gathered the world's most original understudies, and we're going to perform some improv comedy for you, inspired by your suggestions. Please email me at originalunderstudiespodcast at gmail.com, and you could really send me, I, I would say even if you gave me a picture, I'd share the picture. Uh, that's not a challenge, but you could send me anything and we will use it as inspiration. Um, but let me introduce the improvisers today. We have Jackie Schwarz. Welcome back, Jackie. How are you? Good. Uh, still still doing the uh, the nerdology up at the Inkwell. Still doing nerdology up at the Inkwell. Uh, I already did my shows for this month because I'm traveling. So I only was doing it the, let's see, the first of the month was that that show. So then now, now you're going to have to wait until September. I got a little jealous. You, uh, I don't know if you performed with them, but at the very least you get to meet both Kevin McDonald and Dave Foley in the same room, or they just green screened you into the picture. Oh no. As as you can tell, I'm the only one out of MI uniform because, uh, no one, they wouldn't let me do it. They said I could jump up at the end and do it, but I would have to sit in the audience in my MI outfit and watch them do the MI show. And then at the end they would bring me up and I said, that sounds like I'm some weirdo that followed you hear that now like <laughs> dressed up to do a show and then you're like all right she's gonna kill us all if we don't let her do this last part dressed up at le- like he had a little more than just pink in a pink on at the barbie movie yeah, uh, yeah. it was like but it was a cool picture um how was omaha uh omaha was great uh very cool theater there the the benson theater is is a really neat venue if you have a chance to go it's it's great yeah, so check out Omaha Improv Festival. I mean, it's over now, so don't you don't need to check it over out now. Check it out <laughs> from what it was, and then get inspired, and then go next time because it seems like it's a pretty cool festival. Um, I did perform in it a few years ago. This time. I was just a spectator, but I did make mm-hmm. uh, those kids in the hall guys laugh a lot when we were talking afterwards. So I'm like, kind of a performance, you know. I've met them separately, but never at the same time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I never so really I watched jealous. kids in the hall, so it really didn't mean that much oh, to me. Well, fuck you, anyways. <laughs> All right, Rich Baker. Hey. Welcome back, Rich. How are you? Great. Thanks for having me back, as always. Thank you so much for having me at the Monologues and Mayhem show on Monday night. And I am so sorry I raced out of there so quick. It was just a very stressful day and I don't want to get into it. But did you guys think that I was that I was rude when I left that quickly? Mm-hmm. Not at all. Thank God. I mean, <laughs> well, Jackie, you were there, Jackie, and you didn't watch the kids in the hall. But yeah, that was a really fun show. I had never performed at the Glendale Room before. It was really awesome. Uh, thanks, man. Thanks for coming. Do you think being surrounded by that many books makes you at all smarter? I think that's how it works. Yeah. I think if you read just, a lot of titles, if you just sleep in a library, all of a sudden you get smarter every night. Yeah. Uh, where can people find you? Well, they can find me at, uh, if uh, you're interested in improv coaching or teaching richbakercoaching.com, or if you're interested in uh, corporate work, play like a team.com. Groovy and Jack Zulo coming in from New York City. What's up? How are you? And where can people find you? Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, I am located at jackzulo.com where you then you could find all of the links and things that make you think I'm the greatest actor of all time. 
Mm-hmm. I we have our first show tonight uh, that is live on stage for original understudies, and I'm sorry that Jack you can't be there. And Rich, I'm just as sorry that I didn't invite you. <laughs> well, I have a class tonight, anyway. It's all good. I had a feeling. Well, one of the things was I was trying to get the people that do original understudy shows that aren't consistently performing at the West Side like all the time in hopes to you know draw yeah. a bigger crowd. But that aside, uh, Jack. I noticed that the last show original understudies did live at the theater was in, uh, I think it was December of 2009 and it was our reunion show. So I can only, I saw all the emails that I was looking through and I can only imagine it was a long time before that, that we had performed for that to be our reunion show in 2009. Well, <laughs> we, we had performed at the West side eclectic, uh-huh. uh, a bunch. And the, then, and the McCadden theater. Do you remember that? Of course. I remember the McCadden theater. That's when I still had a spark of hope. Uh, and I used to book <laughs> out improv teams that I was on. Um, and then, uh, at the same time, I'm sure I was part of the reunion show in 2009. Uh, and I tell you what, man, uh, uh, you know, obviously I, I wasn't flying out for this show, but I would be willing to fly out for a show or come out to LA for a show in the near future. In the next six months, I, w- I would love to be a part come of the original your studies. Yeah, oh, tonight get, 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 out, get, yeah. get off this call, get on a plane uh, and then Uber. I'm going to be busy, uh, but no, <laughs> I, I could probably no, make it. Technically, the hope is that tonight's show goes really well. The audio sounds well enough that I can put it online and then we book another show. Um, I've got high hopes for it, but we're going nice. to find out tomorrow morning. By, by tomorrow morning, I'll have a good idea of whether or not we can record these shows. I will say this. Uh, I will say this. I want to add, you said, how are you doing? I, I am like, uh, you know, we'll talk later. I don't want to get into why life is tough right now, but I got to say being a part of this podcast, which is a top 5% listen to podcast in the world one of the most po- it is actually one of the most po- you you found it on listen where where did you see those stats i i happen to know that that's the same stat i have yeah listen but, score i believe it is which, listen score that's exactly what which it is. is an amalgam of a lot of uh, a lot of different things so so for all you guys listening out there thank you for making that happen and we will i will try to be even more funny today because of that uh-huh I, I was doing the math and it turns out there's over a hundred billion podcasts, but it still is pretty awesome to be in the top 5%. Hey man, I can uh, download, no, I could download that graphic. <laughs> no. Yes. That's not a hundred uh, billion podcasts. That's not true. There's, but there's at least a dozen, right? Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Somewhere between a dozen and a hundred billion. <laughs> and finally, Jake Regal. Welcome back, Jake. Thank you. Uh, how, have, how have you been? I've been okay. Look at this mosquito bite. My arm reacts. I don't know if you can see it on camera. Wow. But my arm that looks like, like a flames. It does. I'm getting fucking yacked off of mosquitoes. <laughs> uh, I, I've have, also... have you considered getting bitten all over your body? <laughs> I think there I'm were trying mosquitoes to settle my in LA, though. <laughs> Yeah, there, there are there now are, thanks to global warming. There are yes, fewer. There, there, there also were 20 years ago, I've, but there I've are like fewer on the West Coast than one. on the East Coast. I've never seen one here. Never. I've met Dave Foley. That's what I wanted to talk about. <gasps> but not Kevin McDonald. Like, it, Kevin McDonald, oh, yeah. Not yeah. at the same time. I, I was on an episode of Dr. Ken, Ken Jong's multicam sitcom, uh-huh. which Dave Foley was also on. Met him. He was super nice, super cool. We weren't even in the same scene, but he was working the same day. So I had to go up and be like, excuse me, sir. I'm a big fan. But uh, I bring this up because I was cut out of that episode before it aired. Oh. And I do a show at UCB where we talk to like audience members about like 
shit they do in the entertainment industry. We're like, we want to interview actors, writers, gaffers, best boys, whatever. What do you want to talk about? And in the audience, that show, the day after I'd been cut out of an episode of Dr. Ken was the writer of that episode of Dr. Ken. (laughs) And so we talked to him about the cutting me out of the television show experience. Basically it felt Mm -hmm. very uh, vital in that moment. I can't imagine the writer has anything to do with that. Do no, they? not really. Well, in a multicam, they are on set because you do like a lot of rewrites and a lot of uh, uh, audibles for because mm-hmm. things keep changing. But no, he not probably the he process. probably just didn't like your performance. That's probably yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> Jackie with compassion coming in. Here comes a suggestion uh, from Steve. Actually, uh, this is funny. This is a repeat suggester, um, James. Just wanted to say thanks for the awesome time travel episode. Uh, I don't know if anybody was on that. I don't remember. I honestly don't remember the episode, but I do remember part of it. Anyways, I never assumed any of you guys had any of you had time traveled, just that it would be a good conversation topic. Now, how about diving into back to school? It's that time of year. I'm sure you'll cook up something. Uh, Thanks again. And looking forward to more Steve. So I think what I, I don't remember the episode, but when he says, I don't think any of us time travel, I think we started off by saying like, oh, we've all done time travel. Let's talk about it and kind of snotted on him. But I don't know that. I don't know. But I think we can all say we've gone back to school well, at some point. I, I will. I will. I will pay homage to Steve's other suggestion and this suggestion when I time travel back to the movie, back to school. <laughs> the movie Back to oh. School uh, is one of those movies that, as a kid, like I loved, and it's probably Rodney Dangerfield's top three movies that he did as a lead. But Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. was in this movie uh-huh. uh, and was mm. hilarious in it. But there's a a line. Uh, in that movie, that is one of those movie lines that my brother and I have like yelled at each other over the course of many years. So the line, Melon, get your suit on. We need you is always like like a brotherly back and forth touchstone to me and my brother being funny as kids and loving Rodney Dangerfield. So time travel and back to school. Isn't Kurt Vonnegut also in that movie briefly? <gasps> Kurt Vonnegut is kidding? in that movie. I feel like that's a trope that doesn't happen anymore. Like Marshall McLuhan's in Annie Hall, Kurt Vonnegut's in Back to School. It's like, you know, all of our favorite authors and theorists. Where are they? Where are they in today's movies? <laughs> oh, God, don't get me started, Jake. Hey, don't get me started. Stephen King, like, makes a lot of cameos in his movies. That's fair. That's, <laughs> that's fair. true. That's one. Uh, that's one. I oftentimes get told I look like a young Kurt Vonnegut. Oh, I can um, see that for sure. I, yeah. I can see that as well. If there, if there ever, I don't know, did Kurt, I can't even picture what Kurt Vonnegut sounded like. Was he just an American guy? Like, could I play to Kurt Vonnegut or would I have to like learn an accent? You should definitely Is, go on the road and play every library in America as Kurt Vonnegut. See, I always <sighs> thought James looked more like a young Mark Twain. I've gotten oh. that too. Yeah. Uh, or if you're a little kid in a green room, an old Will Ferrell, <laughs> so, which is still like, like makes me so mad. If I could punch a child, that's the one I would punch. Dude, punch uh, a child, live a day. Uh, if I can tell a peripherally heavy story after a little day called nine 11, I was in high school when that happened and they installed, uh, like a ton of like metal detectors and stuff in my high school 
directly in response to 9-11. I'm going to school in like yeah. the suburbs of Los Angeles. Doesn't make any sense. I don't understand why. Uh, but it, it becomes, you know, I think this happened to a lot of places around America. Just like a very high security, high stress ordeal just to go to school. And my brain being what it is every day, especially if there was like a person with a wand, I would be like, I must have brought a weapon today. I'm going to get flagged with a weapon. I never brought a weapon to school, but every day I'm like, I'm going to get caught with something. I probably have a gun somewhere. Uh, I brought a giant knife into a fish concert and it was on accident. It was totally on accident. It was like a week. (laughs) It was after, it was like a week after uh, my sister's wedding and the groomsman gift was this like buck knife, I guess. I don't know what you'd call the knife, but it's the one that's like flips open. Like a hunting knife. Like a a hunting knife, but it was bigger than my hand. It was a big one. It had my name on it. And I had cut open a blunt with that knife in the car and like made like a joint or whatever you do with like, you know, did that. And when I walked in, I still had it and they caught me at the thing. And I was like, Oh my God. I said, I'm so sorry. I had no idea this was in my pocket. And he was like, well, I have to take it from you. He's like, please. I said, that was a groomsman gift. I need that. Like I can't. And the guy's like, and I think he was a cop. He could have just been security. He was like, if you meet me after the show, I'll give it back to you. And he did. He honored his word. I couldn't believe it. But I also think that being at a fish show for the most part, you're probably not running into people that are trying to like be violent, Uh, (laughs) but you never know. And this was probably in like nine, it was 1999 or maybe 2000. So it was, it was before all so of the. So it wasn't a response to nine eleven. <laughs> a little bit. It was on certainly 9/11. not a response to nine eleven. It was pre nine eleven. It was pre lots of like violent acts. But like having a weapon on me is not something I usually worry about. But after that, uh, I always pat myself down. Uh, one time I tried to get into uh, Disneyland with a vape, um, like a marijuana vape, and they found it. Like they, it was the only time they've ever like gone through everything in my bag. They must have seen that like I was, I had that vape energy, and, <laughs> <laughs> like or maybe I smelled like I had used that vape right before going up to them. But they actually checked like the change pocket in my wallet. And that's where I'd put the vape and the guy like took it. I'm like, uh, like, I don't want you to have that. Uh, can I, can you hold on to it? He's like, we don't hold on to it here. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm going to go like put it in my car, but I didn't want to walk all the way back to my car. So I just like put it like in a bush, um, like close by and it was still there when we got out of Disneyland, like at the very end of the night, it was like we picked it right up and like, uh, it was great. It was I mean, like, I think people are suspicious of, like, why we were, like, rooting around in this bush, like, at, like, 11 o'clock at night. Original Studies. I I don't have anything on me. I have no idea why it would go off Uh, like that. Just step to the side. Just Uh step to the side. I I really don't. I definitely don't have anything on me. I can't think of one thing that would be on me. I didn't say that you did, but I'm going to have to have Clark. Uh, Clark, uh, do you mind uh, taking this person to the interrogation room? Interi- I don't know why we got to interrogate. I definitely don't have anything dangerous on me. I- I'm not saying that you do have it, but part of that interrogation is yeah. going to be asking uh, if you have something. And I'm sure it'll clear up real quick. Great. Yeah. Why don't you follow me? I'm going to take you to the interrogator and they okay. will interrogate you. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, can't I? Oh. 
shouldn't she wear this hood or I guess just close your eyes. Blindfold's fine. Uh, let me just. Blindfold's fine. Yeah. Oh, don't I'm tie, a, I'm, I can't do a blindfold. I'm allergic to blindfolds. So it's against You're what allergic I allergic to blindfolds? Yes. Okay, yes, hood I, it is. I, Put on that hood. Oh, okay. Uh, this is so All much right. worse. Okay, great. Follow me. I'm just going to spin you around I, I a couple can't. times. Ah, you don't know ah. what direction you're facing. And here we are. Uh, you can sit down. There is a chair beneath you. No tricks. Okay. Well, you have this hood off. Ah. And I ah. will go ah, dead. This break room is so scary. Ah. Ah. That's an evil coffee machine. How does she know it's a break room? All right, it's, it's I gotta go get the, the interrogator. It's the coffee in the water machine. That's all I know. Mr. I, we're ready for you. How you doing? How you doing? <laughs> you ready for me, huh? You ready for me. All right. All right. We got uh, what, what, what we got, what you got me uh, interrogating. All right. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, your parents, what's their names? Hey, uh. Uh, Judith and Kenneth. Don't lie to me. Don't lie to me. I'll get them right off. I'm sorry. It's Judy and Mark. Okay. Okay. Now, did you you do this to Judy and Mark when you were a little person? Did you you just try to break all the rules? I don't think so. I think I was a pretty good kid. Oh, you were a good kid because I got uh, your permanent record right here. It says, hey. So fast. Well, uh, it's the internet. You got to know your permanent record. It's right there. What does it say? It says that in third grade, you chewed 55 pieces of bubble gum and then stuck them under every desk. No, that wasn't me. Uh, I have a DNA swipe and uh, I'm going to need a DNA sample from <laughs> oh your cheek. That was me. Uh, all right. It's good. It's good that you do it. So, uh, so do you feel like you are the kind of person that uh, does things that uh, you shouldn't do because you have problems emotionally? Is that what? Oh, what's that mean? Uh, it's uh, it's an alarm, so we're gonna have to do an interrogation of oh, you as well. Oh boy, are you gonna ask me questions? No one ever shows any interest in my life. <laughs> Not me. I just I just run this metal detector. Clark. Oh, well, you seem yeah. like such a nice guy. Oh, I hate to leave you. Uh, Hold on one second. What were you saying sorry, about Sorry, but you... Oh, sorry. Was just, you seem like such a nice boy. I just, you know, I'd love... If someone's going to talk to me, I was hoping it would be you. No, no, no. You have to talk to our interrogator. He doesn't get oh, okay. no respect from anybody. No oh, respect. No right, that's you. true. That's true. He almost had me. He was pulling my heartstrings. Sure. Clark, take him to the interrogation. Oh, right, oh boy. We get to go on a little the excursion. Uh, okay, I'm gonna bind your arms and legs and throw you over my shoulders. Fun, <laughs> woo! Uh, 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 right? Uh, okay. Feels like my wedding night. I tell you what, there. I'm gonna ask no further questions there. All right, and I'm gonna plop you down. This is a bed. There's no tricks, no gimmicks. It is a bed. Wee! Mister, I come in here. How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Hey, oh, you're, you're a looker. How you doing? Uh, oh, gee. Oh, it's so, I get to have met so many fun people so oh, far. Oh, yeah. Well, you're a, you're a good looking lady over there. That's oh, for sure. How you doing? Gee, I don't know. Thanks so much. Oh, boy. Oh, I'm kind of feeling hot over here. Okay. I got a couple of questions for you. I got to hope you don't mind. I got to get real personal. Got to get personal. I am single. Uh, oh, you're single because I was about to ask if you were interested in a premarital affair. Uh, oh, well, I mean, sure. Yeah, I'm not planning on getting married anytime soon again, but, you know, like, sure, maybe someday. Wait, Mr. I, you're, you're married. 
Uh, you should hear about this guy's wife. He won't yeah. stop talking about it. Well, she's very beautiful. She's beautiful. She's 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 so beautiful that uh, everyone's had a had a crack at her. You know, I can't I can't keep her at home. She has to be outside. Clark, um, yeah. do you know what ends up happening with any of the people that get interrogated? Coffee. Would you like some oh, coffee? I would love some coffee. Thank you. Um, wait, are you asking me that in the sense that you don't know or you don't you do know and you're about to tell me? No, no, no. I don't know. I'm just kind of worried about her. She's just been sitting in the corner over there since I, I guess it probably was one o'clock, okay. two o'clock. I don't know. Yeah, I I believe that our interrogator utilizes the subtle art of seduction. Uh-huh. And so um I guess I've always assumed that he's bedding everyone he interrogates. Bedding? Yeah, bed bedding. Yeah, that's right. Bedding. Wow. Uh, so uh, I, I guess what I was just concerned with is I feel responsible. I've been sending these. Oh, sorry. I just totally distracted. You, you look like a, you look just like an older Anthony Hopkins. boys we gotta pick some literary icons for our next movie to make some cameos yeah that's my favorite part is the cameos all right all right so think hard think hard who is like writing a lot of books that are popular with the younger crowd with the older crowds who's gonna recognize these authors Jim Davis, the creator of Garfield the comic. Absolutely, 100% all in final answer. All right, we'll keep that on the back burner. Any other ideas? Is Dr. Seuss available? No one really knows what that guy looks like, though. You know, very uh, popular. Okay. Like, do you? No one really knows, right? Not going to be really recognizable. This is film, not radio. The late Philip Roth. Yes. Oh, Could we get the yes. late Philip Roth in our movie? I'm sure he's not doing anything else. You know? <laughs> AI. AI. The kids today are like uh, into this guy, uh, Ben Shapiro. Ben Shapiro. Have oh, you guys? I think he would yes. be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He has a very high voice. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got a high voice, and he's got a real interesting take on on the philosophy of the modern alpha male. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Okay, all right. So a lot of a lot of good ideas coming around here. I say, I think I'm going to go with the uh, the Garfield guy and Ben Shapiro in a scene together. Maybe something, maybe something classical, something that people are going to be remembering. Maybe they're at like a convenient checkout store. One of them gets. Uh, uh, I don't want to sound accusatory, especially with accused of stealing, but it sounds like you actually don't have a movie yet. And... We're just spitballing the movie right now, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is the but... process. So you started the cameos? You started the cameos? You're working yeah, the cameos out. Yeah, you work yeah. from the cameos out. <laughs> yeah, is this your you... first day? Yeah, that's how Are you, you make everyone knows that in Hollywood. Come Are you yeah. saying... Hey, well, first of all, hey, 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 I am SAG, okay? But I I don't bring my SAG into the writer's room, okay? Um, 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 You know, 
if you knew how to make a movie, you wouldn't be saying things like building thing out with a cameo. What is that? You'd, you'd know exactly how you make a film here in Hollywood. I thought all you had to do is find something that was successful more than five years ago and redo it. No, that's how they used to make movies. Now we make movies from the cameos out. What cameos is, out. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's 2042. Well, you're back in 2023. 2023 was uh-huh. remakes. Now it's cameos. And then from there on out. Have you not read the sequel to Hero's Journey? Cameos out. I, ha- I haven't. Uh, do you mind if I borrow that copy? Well, it's 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 easy to read. Read it right now. Thank it's you. three pages. Yeah. yeah. yeah it's yeah, real it's- simple. And most of it's pictures. Mostly pictures. Mostly, Mostly pictures. pictures. Do you think we could get President Shapiro to be in this movie? It, it feels like a big gap. All right, let's just go through these bushes. God damn it. I can't believe you hid this out here. This is insane. What? This is where I put it. It's worth it. It's worth it, bro. If it if we find it, it's worth it. But you're high off your ass. Yeah. Yes. Yes. That's a pound of weed. Yes. And I, yes. And it was two pounds before I smoked it. <gasps> Oh my God, they're going to kill us. They are going to outright kill us. No, wait, what? I didn't pay for this yet. We were counting on flipping it. And you're already telling me you smoked the profit side and everything else is just ketchup. Bro, I have misunderstood what, what those two pounds. I thought you. I thought they were like a birthday gift because my birthday was oh, six months ago. Birthday. Oh, God damn it. God damn it, six months is way too long ago for a birthday gift. Ah, it makes sense now that you say it. All right. Oh, speak. here it is. Dude, here it is. Here. Oh my god. Dig, it's dig. all wet. Yeah, yeah. I put it in this little pond. This is right. This is this is a pond, dude. Yeah. I this figured no one would look so for it in the ruined. pond. Oh, oh shit, it's a swamp monster. Somebody stole my stuff. No, dude, I put this... Oh, you can talk. That's cool. Yeah. Hey, sir, or thing, swamp thing. Hey, sir, sir, um, swamp, swamp thing, yeah. You were knighted, That was my father. Uh, that package there, uh, while wet and pretty nasty, that's ours. And while it might be in your domain, we need it. Anything that goes in my swamp becomes my property. Okay, well, that's not true. That can't be true. Mm-hmm. Well, all right. Well, then how this? I'm going to pull my pants down and let me add something to your property. Okay. Oh, oh my God. You take a shit in your pond. Okay. Is that what you want? Right here. Oh, wow. If you do, that will become my shit. That's what I'm saying. So just instead of me You'll ruining never get your house that shit here. Back. You start shooting in there now, it's going to be my shit. <laughs> Trust me, I don't want it back. If you shit in that pond, I'm going to keep it. Uh, yeah, thanks for coming in. I, I took a look at your colonoscopy results. Um, I'm actually a little bit concerned. Mm-hmm. I, I'm going to need a fecal test from August the 16th. Uh, I'm not <sighs> sure where your feces is from that day. but uh, Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Uh, well, I, it's going to be hard to acquire that because it's no longer in my possession. What? You don't 
have all of your former... I have, I have all my shit from the 15th okay. and the 17th. Yeah, this x-ray really shows concern on the day of the 16th. You're going to need to get that fecal matter. All right, Doc. Uh, uh, give me a couple of hours. Okay, great. <clears throat> I'll be... I'll, I'll stay open late tonight. Well, 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 look who's back begging for the shit. Uh, Sir Swamp Thing... Um, there's been a misunderstanding. I, I need the, um, I need the shit back. I told you that that works out. You shit in my bun. I'm going to keep that shit. You're right. You're right. You warned me. Just tell me what I got to do now to make things right. <laughs> Don't have to trade a shit for a shit. What does that mean? I'll have to take one of your shits? No, you're going to have to do another shit, and then I'm going to have to replace that shit. You're, ne- you're always going to owe me a shit. All right. Thanks for coming back in. Oh, it's 11 p.m. All right, let me just place the 16th shit here, and then I'll just take today's shit to compare it against. I, oh, I don't have today's <laughs> shit. You didn't even keep today's I mean- shit? Sorry, fecal. Uh, I, I sorry, I'm sorry. It's eleven, and I'm starting to speak rudely. Yeah, I'm sorry, doctor. I know um, it's late. The okay. feces from today was the trade to get that, and that's why it's so swampy. Here's the thing: I oh. can't be the first one that's had a problem with swamp. You thing. had to do a trade of the swamp thing. I understand. Um, I don't know what to tell you. I don't need. I do need your most recent feces to do a one-to-one comp on. Uh, I guess we could see what happens tomorrow, but you're not going to get the best results. Just, how about this? I'll, I'm sure my insurance will cover it. Hop in the car. Let's go chat to, with Swamp Thing, and maybe you can explain things to him. <clears throat> Swamp Thing? Yeah, yep. Uh, this is my doctor, Dr. Dan. Um... He's really cool. He does night calls. Yeah. Uh, My name is Dr. Joseph he, Dan. Uh, I know why you're here. You're trying to get that shit back. That's right. That's correct. Sorry. I got one question for you. Yes. Yeah, I yes. Got one. What's that? What do you need all this shit for? Huh? What's the test? What are you testing for? Oh, we saw a big spot and we thought it could be. Um, you ever think it might be just corn? Might be just oh, some sure. corn. Oh, I feel like an idiot. It mm-hmm. it was almost definitely corn. That's Did a- you eat corn on the 16th? I mean, it was, I thought all popped, but it's possible. We had gone into a movie. We, we hid about two pounds of weed, mm-hmm. unfortunately, in a pond, which is the dumbest fucking thing I've ever heard of. But yeah, I had popcorn. I'm just I glad this all been. got resolved. <laughs> Hey. Uh, comic books, Swamp Thing. What's our relationship to them? Mm. You know, you know that the Swamp Thing, uh, or the 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 that like Universal Monster is actually called the Gill Man. 
that's the official name is the Gill Man. Are you sure that's not the creature from the Black Lagoon? That is the creature from the Black Lagoon. <laughs> it's called the Gill Man. the Gill Man. I don't think Swamp Thing is actually in the Universal Monsters lineup. No, he's a Marvel. No, he's a sorry, DC guy. Mm-hmm. DC guy. Yeah. Exactly. They made actually like a pilot about Swamp Thing that they were going to do a whole series on. And I watched the pilot and it was really good. And for some reason, the show I don't know I why made they didn't or continue something. with this. Yeah. Why was it when too was much money? How long was it? ago? Yeah. Not that long ago. It was when DC had launched. It was basically just before DC went to HBO Max. Mm. Yeah. Well, everything else DC has done has been successful. Was it like <laughs> going to be a CW though? <laughs> Because if it was like Swamp Thing on the CW, I would have been like, <laughs> no, thank no, you. It was, no, like, it was HBO. I mean, it felt like gritty and that kind of thing. Yeah. Felt more Good. like Peacemaker as far as like the like oh, general okay. like tone. Because yeah. all those CW uh, DC shows were like a little too glossy. You know what I mean? Or yeah, like, they're yeah. like... Yeah. They're like, she's she's a nerd. She's weird. And it's like a model. And she's like, oh, why no guys like me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I hate CW shows. They're the worst. Everybody is just like gorgeous in them and can't act. I hate pretty people. I hate <laughs> makes me angrier than a beautiful person well, I don't walking like when down they're all the like, street. They're all gorgeous. And they're like, we're just a group of scientists. And you're like, no, you fucking aren't. None of you are scientists. I don't believe that for a second. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm sure we've all done some commercial auditions in our day. And you, you show sure. up and your group is like all clearly very character. Like uh, character yeah. is a, a polite word that people in this business use to mean not conventionally attractive. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, show up, <laughs> I'll show up and it's uh, with a group of very character types. Uh, and then I'm yeah. sitting next to like supermodels, of course, that they're oh, all there was, for another audition. <laughs> I was in an acting class where this was like the most brutal thing. And I don't think we should have done it where everybody around the class, like mm-hmm. one person had to stand in front of the class and then everybody mm-hmm. had to say, what kind of roles they like they they <laughs> see that person as and so like uh-huh, you know like I've a, done that too. Yeah, a good looking guy would go up and people be like the jock like the investment banker like so you know like stuff like that and like i got up there and everybody's like the friend <laughs> friend. She's uh, the, she's but did they say it out loud or oh, did they yeah, or they, did they write it on paper and then you took it home and got to read no, it? No, they all just said like yelled it to your face. <laughs> no, this is an this is an acting class, James, not an improv class. <laughs> oh. Original understudies. Uh, all right, class. So one at a time, you're going to get up in front of the rest of the class. And, and then everyone else, I want you to just don't judge yourself. Just say the first couple of words that come to mind when you look at the person uh, who's on stage. So so first, can we get Hunkley Beefson? Uh, Hunkley yeah. Beefson? Yeah, go yeah, ahead. Go serial ahead. killer. Seri- you're like a serial killer. Oh. A cannibal. Oh. Cannibal. Okay, like somebody good. who would like tear their face off. And then, like, bleed and scream all over me? Yeah. No, that's uh, can great. I, can I double on that one? Yeah. Somebody who puts women into barrels and then pushes them into, like, a swamp. This is okay, great. great. Yeah. Thank you very much. This is very helpful. Yeah, oh. great. I think this will really help with your process and help you understand uh, the type of person that people see you as. You changed my life, acting teacher. Changed my life. Of course, of course. Just don't eat me. <laughs> it's a joke. I know you're not like that in real life. 
Uh, all right. Could we get Jackie Schwartz up to the front of class? <laughs> okay, I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, behind um, the scenes. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 maybe hair and makeup, maybe? Radio. Okay. Wow, okay. okay. It okay. seems like they're saying your type is not an actor. That's interesting. Noted, noted. Um, I, I knew that was in the back of my mind the whole time, and now just hearing people say it out loud, my dreams are fully crushed. Could, could we keep going? Yeah, could yeah. we keep going? Yeah, I think we oh, should. Sure, we, we should, have we should harness. Maybe librarian? At a small, small time, a small. I was town. thinking assistant manager of like a, like a, not a 7 Eleven, but like an off a Sonic. brand. A Sonic, maybe. Maybe a uh, Sonic. Someone doing time on the side of the road, doing public service. Oh, like an orange jumpsuit. Oh, so like I've yeah. had to have like a, a bad go at a, of it, huh? Yeah. Oh, someone who throws themselves in front of cars for money. Oh. <laughs> oh, for money. <laughs> like, a, like a scammer. So now I'm not even, I don't even have a real job at this point. Yeah. Hey, hey, it sounds like you're. You're feeling a little bit negative about this. Just remember, Hunkley took his notes really well. That's right, That's right Hunkley. That's true. I just, it's just I've always felt like, you know, yeah, I was just like a performer and that I, I had just had this like drive, this this voice inside me calling me to, you know, to the stage, to film, to to um, to perform, you know? Do you, do you mind if we keep going? I've still got some more inspiration. Hey, go for it. For sure. Feel the flow. Uh, sure, yeah. Uh, like Dead Body and CSI. Okay. Oh, oh, like oh, an extra. On a camera. Yeah, like an extra. I think I'm going to pursue that. Yeah, I think I'm going to I'm going to write these down and I'm going to look them over and pursue one of them. Jackie, baby, how's it going? How's my favorite actress that I represent? I got some auditions for you. Oh, you look down. You look down, Jackie. What's going on? I, I just, I'm not really, you know, I just, I'm losing a little bit of confidence. I, what do you have for me? What do you have for me? Because that'll probably bring well, my, my confidence right back up. I've got a clown at a birthday party. It's a pretty big deal. Oh, like what All show right? is that on? It's it's at it's at my nephew's birthday party, and I said I got somebody that'll work for free. But it's a networking opportunity. You're gonna meet a lot of my other family members. Okay, <clears throat> all right. So it's uh, it's in Pasadena on Friday at six p.m. I, I, I don't hope, uh, have a car right now. I can't get all the way up to the valley. What? I don't really, I don't have a car right now. Um. Well, how the hell are you gonna get to all these auditions? I was gonna that I was I was just gonna uh, I was just gonna get you a bunch of auditions, but I guess I guess I won't have to. Well, send I was hoping them maybe you, you had like a, a part for me, and then I could make a little bit of money, and then maybe maybe get a Jackie. lease on a Fiat or something. Jackie, baby, this here birthday party playing a clown, it's like a stepping stone to stardom. Okay. Do you know how many stars have started at my family members' birthday parties? How many? Clara Danes, Jamie Lee Curtis. Jamie Lee Curtis, really? Uh, uh, just the, the biggest names in Hollywood. Jackie, baby. I wouldn't do you wrong. I'm an agent. Okay. Well, I, I have and been told to always trust my agent managers. Uh, trust, there's never trust been a low manager. life scummy agent manager that I could I could think up off the top of my head. Uh, okay, what does it pay? It, like I said, it doesn't pay anything. Oh, okay. But wow, it's priceless when it gets to exposure. You're gonna be exposed to so many family members, Jackie. Jackie, uh, you know, I'll drive you up here, but uh, I got to tell you something. You've been at this a long time and you just don't seem to be getting paid 
to act. Hey, look, this is this is probably going to be my big break, and you're the only guy I know who drives a bus. Well, you know, I, I gotta tell you, this gas money's killing me. But uh, but if you, if think... you could just divert your line, just to go quickly up to say, I know that you're on like Silver Lake to downtown, but if you could just divert it right up to Pasadena, just real quick. Jamie Lee Curtis got started here. I could be the next uh, Jamie, Jamie Lee, Lee Curtis. Jackie, yeah. Jackie. Excuse I me, got... is this bus going where it normally? I feel like it's, we just made a Shut weird turn. My bad. <laughs> Jackie, Jackie, I, I believe in you. You know, I came out here, I had a dream, and look at me now. I'm driving a bus going to Silver Lake to downtown, but, 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 but. Yeah, you, you think... always wanted to drive a bus going from one destination to the other. You had your dream. You made your dream. Yeah, I and, still and, haven't and, gotten mine. I could be in a movie with Tim Allen. Tim Allen. God, I, I loved his comedy work and then his TV work and then his film work, but then his political work really got got me down. Oh, that's my favorite of his work. <laughs> oh. Okay. Well. <laughs> Hi, uh, my parents, Tony Curtis and Janet Lee. I need to talk to you for a second. I know you're both incredibly famous actors, but I don't want your help. I don't I don't understand. I I want to earn this myself. But Jamie. But, Jamie, it's such a difficult business and, and they rake you over the coals and they, they make you turn around and show off parts you don't want to show. Trust me, as your mother, I, I've done it. And that's why I can only do it once and I don't want to do it anymore. No, I'm sorry. I have to earn this. I have to go party to party until I'm discovered. I'm, I'm doing it. I'm going on the Halloween party circuit this year. That's just so much. You know, first you're doing parties, then you're at the, the zoo and you're jumping out of the, the cages and you're a scare actor. It's just not the life I want for you. Well, I'm sorry. I'm not like you, Mom. We want. We just want what's best for you, okay, Jamie? I we mean, want what's my best God. for you, Jamie. I understand that. Look, I, I do. I understand it, but I can't just be a Nepo baby. My story what? is the story Hollywood. of a woman who does parties until she becomes famous. You don't understand. Hollywood is a nepotism town. It always has been. It always will be. There's no breaking from that mold, Jamie. Don't do it, Jamie. Don't do it. Jamie, I, I knew a party actress once when I was starting out and all the oh, drugs. I don't want to hear and, another one of these stories, the Dad. And but that's, come sex. on. The drugs, the so prostitution. Much drugs don't sex. too much. Too specific. Too specific. I can't be the only one that has more than once been sold a bill of goods that wasn't really what it was. I did a Mission Improbable show. It was a pretty good show. And this was before I went on tour with them, probably in like, I don't know, 2012 or 13. And like got off the stage and I was hot. I was like doing a great show. And this guy came up to me. He's just like, hey, have you ever thought about like going on tour and like, you know, going and doing tour. Uh, and I was like, Oh my God, this is my big chance. And like, I stepped aside with him and we started talking for a while. And finally at the end, he gives me this business card and he was the guy that either was one of the owners or just somebody that worked for the company Rastabus. <laughs> he wanted to know if I wanted to drive the bus for them. Ah, dude. And I was like, Oh, that's not what I thought we were talking Wait, about. What's Rastabus? I actually can speak to this because I trained with them for four weeks. 
they are a bus that does an all day LA tour. They pick up in Santa Monica. They <gasps> oh, go to it's Venice. one of those. Okay. They go to Venice. They drop you off for like 40 minutes to go around Venice. They so get back in, you go to uh, Beverly Hills. You go to the, uh, the big farmer's market over there. You go to Griffith, you go through Hollywood, uh, sunset strip all the way. It's like an all day thing. And, uh, the guy who runs it, um, uh, he's, he's an individual and, uh, uh, he kept, he was, he really wanted me bad. Like he was like, cause he found out I was touring out elsewhere and he was like, oh man, what, what will it take? And like, he wound up like offering me more money than he was, than he normally did. And this and the other, and after four weeks of training, uh, he was finally like, okay, now we just need to get your CDL so you can drive the bus. And I was like, no, 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 I'm exactly. not driving the bus. I'm just tour guiding is no, that was the deal. I go, it wasn't the deal. Uh, you never said that. And so I did four weeks of training and then never actually led a tour, but unpaid training. Uh, yeah, it was paid training. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. And I got to learn a lot about LA. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing though, is like it, for it's the Rasta bus mm-hmm. and they wanted tour guides and, and luckily for me, and I'm so sorry, I couldn't save you time unless you wanted the training time. But as soon as I found out they wanted me to get a, a, a driver's license for it and that I'd be driving it, I realized they also wanted me to pass it. Yeah, you have to get a commercial license, right? Yeah. Which means yeah. you have to pass a drug test. Yeah, the whole thing. And not that I'm like, uh, you so know. So you have to pass a drug <laughs> test to drive the Rasta bus. And as soon as I heard that, yes. I was like, I'm out. I said, I'm out. I'm not doing That's this. Funny. Well, and it's not just that you have to pass a drug test to drive it. So I used to have a CDL in Chicago when I was a tour bus there. Uh, and um, the, the thing is, is once you have a CDL, if you get into any car wreck, whether you're driving a bus or just a car or anything, your penalties, like if you get caught with like marijuana in your system or DUI or anything like that, it's in like the penalties are insane. Like can be even jail time. Uh, whereas it's would be more fine if it's like that CDL, like holds you to a much higher standard. And so once I started smoking a lot of weed, I was like, I can never get a CDL again. Yeah, I I trained in on Hollywood Boulevard for a ghost tour to be a ghost tour guide, a walking ghost tour guide. (sighs) Now that's not bad. And I did it for like a month. I never led a tour. I just like went on all these tours and then like learned the thing. And then they test shadowing. (laughs) And then and then like right before I was supposed to like become like the ghost tour guide, uh, the girl who was like doing my training was like, "So I'm quitting." because this company is actually complete <laughs> garbage and blah, blah, blah. And like just told me all this shit. Now she was like, but like, you know, you can move on. Like you'll probably just like get all my tours. And I was like, I don't want to now. <laughs> it was also like the more we kept doing it, the more I realized like doing a walking tour on Hollywood Boulevard is an insane thing to do. It's it's nuts. There's way too many like homeless people and crazy people that decide to join your tour that you have to be like, oh no, mm. move, move along. And they're like, you know, and they have like, they're yeah. all cockney. Yeah, they're all cockney. They all cockney. But so, you know, that's uh but I did learn about all the different ghosts inhabiting Hollywood Boulevard and not the weirdest thing on Hollywood Boulevard, so you know. <laughs> Okay, man, you you ready? You ready for training? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm super ready. I've never been more ready for it in my life, and I just thank you for giving me this opportunity. Thank yeah, you man. so much, Mr. Rodriguez. 
Yeah, man. Uh, this is the this is the stoner tour of LA. So okay. uh, you know, just go ahead and get high and 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 show me what you got, kid. Wait, wait. I, 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 drugs. I have to do drugs. Uh, okay. Um, so yeah, my man, parents, all our tour guides are stoned the entire time. That's our whole marketing spiel. Well, my parents, they were, they were worried that I was going to come out to LA, that I was going to try to be an actor. And then all of a sudden I was going to be doing drugs. And, and Mr. Rodriguez, I, I don't know if I could literally take any sort of illicit material. Oh, dude, I'm, I'm sorry. You, you have to smoke weed for this job. It's like part of the thing, man. I, I have to smoke weed for the job. Okay. Uh, well, do 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 I? Uh, do, I don't even know how to smoke weed. Uh, can you show me? Yeah, yeah. Just open your mouth, and I'm gonna just blow right into it. Okay. Okay. That sounds like my worst alcohol. <laughs> All right, son, it's not what your mom and I want for you. But if you're going to go to L.A., we've packed you a little going away present. And we just want you to know how important it is for us that you keep a clear mind out there. All right. And if you ever change your mind and you want to come back to the paper factory, geez, you could shadow me and be be the next boss at the paper factory. But. I, I gotta give it. I gotta give it a shot while I'm young, Dad. I mean, I mean, sure. Hey. One sober shot. One sober shot at it. Okay, uh, okay, we'll give you that. All right, yeah. And I'll hold your place for you. Great, Th- Dad. Thank you. You know, I, I just I know how sad deep down inside you are that you got attached to the the paper factory that Grandpa forced you and manipulated you. And I, I just I want to I wanted you to live vicariously through me when I become a movie star. I mean, I sure would like that, too. I sure would like that, too, son. Uh, let's do our chant together. OK, OK. Always be sober. High five. Okay, I think you look like you look like a guy who like uh, he's like a small town guy who probably works in a, I don't know uh, some kind of fact like a factory that like probably what? makes like something that's like not really super important but is something that is everyday use. Uh, can I follow up? On yeah. that? I think she's right. It's something that's going to be antiquated. Something uh-huh. it's going to be useless. What? And maybe. Something that, yeah. like, you know, people still use, but they don't use any... Like, you're somebody who's... Oh, I know. You're a background character. You're a background uh, character. Oh, come good. on. That's good. Oh, come on. Really? Yeah, I just, I Even feel in your like own you story. Scre- he just screams fan of Ben Shapiro to me, you know? Uh, what? Oh, come okay. on. I can see that. I can see like, that. Like, if you need to cast someone who's watching Ben Shapiro, you're the guy. Yeah, like a little bit sad, but also pretty angry. Like pretty angry. Oh, there it is. But also like like a little sad and and like tiny. You're like tiny as like a tiny person, not like physically, just like the whole. You're tiny. Shapiro esque in spirit, not body. Yeah, yeah, because you're mm-hmm, a huge mm-hmm. guy. You're huge. Uh, huge. You're huge, but like you First feel small. You I feel on, small. I put on some pounds here in LA, but I just, I just, I've been eating stuff from the ninety nine cent store. Oh, you're on. Okay. Okay. Shapiro diet, even. <laughs> mm, there it is. Perfect. Like not a diet that Ben Shapiro's actually on himself, but one that he he sort of uh, preaches to his fault because we know he doesn't do anything that he talks about. You know, right. This acting well, class just 
what? Well, this is week 12 of acting class. We're going to start doing scenes today. We've done 11 Ooh. weeks of comparing each <laughs> other and saying what we think of each other. And now it's time to do Zoo Story. Oh. I, oh. I hate that play. Edward Albee, oh. yay. Oh, he- Yes, we all think that. Great. He was in a cameo in a movie I was just in. Edward Albee was. The late Edward Albee. Mm -hmm. AI. All right, help me with this park bench. (laughs) It feels like you just took this right from from Griffith Park. What? Yes, that's property of Griffith Park. They retired it, okay? Don't ask too many questions. All right. Ooh, okay, so I'm going to need two volunteers to sit on this park bench. I'll do it. And then before we get to the script, we'll have everyone else in class uh, sort of say what you would say to them if you saw them on a real-life park bench outside. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, I'll, I'll get up there and sit on the park bench. Right. <clears throat> what would you say to them if, if we saw them on a park bench? Isn't there supposed to be somebody else? Yes, I that's think right. Hunker Beefly, Beefly Ten is gonna Hunker. You're gonna get up there, aren't you? <laughs> oh, oh, okay. I would say, get out of there. He's gonna kill you. <laughs> get out of there. He's got a knife. <laughs> I, I would say, suck his dick. Suck his dick. <laughs> Wait, what? Okay. We're feeling more lived in this park bench now, huh? We're fe- experiencing the moment before. The hey, mo- acting teacher. Yeah. I I just I feel like I have the have this urge, I have this motivation to eat his face. Can I eat his face? Oh, uh, 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 if you feel that motivation, absolutely feel, follow feel that impulse. <laughs> okay. Uh, eat his face and suck his dick. Go. <laughs> Uh, are you two? Are you two walking down the street smoking weed? What, what yeah. the hell? What the hell's going yeah, on? Yeah, what about it? I'm just driving my weed. No, not you. You're clearly uh, that. You're not who I'm talking to. You look like this is your full time job. Are you you in, two you look like me. Uh, actually, please get away from me. Please get away from me. You look like Swamp Thing all dried up. So please, uh, but you two, you two right there. Looking like you're going on a street tour. Are you smoking weed? Oh, man, he's in training, man. <laughs> uh, hey, 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 officer. This Mr. Rodriguez guy, he's giving me drugs. I know that you're doing a tour of downtown Disney, but you can't smoke weed here. You're going to get sent far away for that. Come with me. Put on these hoods. Is that Mickey Mouse? Awesome. <laughs> Mr. I, they're ready for you. Hey, how's it going? Uh, you guys look like you're uh, stoned out of your mind. How's it going? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I brought Swamp Thing with me, too. That's cool. So yeah, Swamp Thing. Uh, uh, bye, Mickey. Uh, good. Uh, thanks for bringing him in. Yeah, you, you guys, uh, I got to know if you have any extra green on you, because I'd like to get blazed with you. Well, if you start doing drugs with Swamp Thing, you're never going to stop. <laughs> that's true, <laughs> man. That's true. That's, that's exactly what I'm looking for. Thanks for listening.
listening to another episode of Original Understudies. This episode wouldn't be possible without our post-audio engineer and sound designer, and our incredible Patreon members who support every step of this creative journey. If you'd like your suggestion to be used to inspire our show, please send an email to originalunderstudiespodcast at gmail.com. And next week, with a little luck and a lot of Toivo's talent and skill, we might get a live show to air. Toivo's been tirelessly plugging away at it, cleaning the audio, putting it in a condition that we could share it with you. Uh, It hasn't hit the editing floor, but I got a good feeling about it. Original Understudies.